Welcome to the Dumb and Dumbest Podcast, a music industry podcast where everything is terrible and the house is on fire. I'm Matt Bacon here with my beautiful co-host, Curtis Dewar. Hello, hello, hello. He doesn't normally sound like that. I'm sorry. Um, and Curtis, what are we talking about today? We're talking about Christmas. In other words, sales, moolah, how to make money from your band. Do you, so first of all, because I think a lot of people don't understand this. Yes. Do you usually see a connection between Christmas and sales for a band? Uh, it depends. I mean, it depends on how hard they go, right? Like, I mean, if you're, if you're pushing sales and yeah, a lot of times, here's the problem. A lot of bands just don't do anything between, uh, you know, after Black Friday and Christmas, they just kind of kick back and they're like, woo, it's vacation time, right? So if you're not pushing nothing, you're not going to see any sales. It's just as simple as that. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, there, there's really no no real connection other than that. Because, I mean, unless you're, like, on a fairly big label and the label's pushing you or whatever, you're probably not going to see many sales unless you yourself are the driving force behind it. And what I mean in that is, like, emailing your list, you know, doing your social media, blah, 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 all the rest of and it. And even right? if you are doing on a label, like, just, just for the record, even if you are on a label, the odds are you're not going to really get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, like labels want to work, like when I work with bands on labels in a label capacity, like I want to work with the bands who like are genuinely stoked to be there and are like making an effort to do cool mm-hmm. shit with, you know what I mean? Like I don't, like I don't really want to work with the bands where, and nobody really wants to work with the bands where it's like, oh my God, I have to fucking pull teeth to get them to do anything. Those are the worst. Yeah, from a PR perspective, those are the worst. You know, yeah. Well, well, yeah, especially because they're fucking paying you, and then they're not doing anything, and then it's going to be your fault at the end of the day. They're mad. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, you just have to be there, like, well, bro, I, I told you. Yeah. You could either do stuff or not. Yeah. You can either answer my emails like six weeks later with something important, or you can just like not. Yeah, you know. Um, but back to what we're talking about, which is sales. Sorry. Yes. So, but I agree. If you tell people, hey, we are doing this sale. Hey, we are doing this thing. Hey, we are motivated and pushing and et cetera, et cetera. Then people are going to, to like you and want to deal with you more. And you're going to make some cash if you keep doing it. Well, here's, here's one thing to keep in mind, though. It comes back to the very basic thing that we talked about, I think, in the last episode of the episode before, which is you got to make sure you have places for people to buy from, and then you can link to those places so people can buy, right? So you can today, right now, this very second, send out an email to your list, for example, uh, promoting a specific item. Like, let's say that you have, um, let's say you did what Nico in our interview yesterday said that he did mistakenly and he bought, I think he said it was 800 vinyl, right? 
did not yeah, realize he bought a thousand and he sold eight hundred, which is really good. Yeah, which is really good. But let's just say you got like two hundred vinyl sitting around from an older album or something like that, and they're not they're not they're not being moved. So what you could do as a bright idea is you could hold a sale today, and then email to your list, you know that you got these vinyl in a limited quantity. Nudge nudge wink wink, which is true, but nudge nudge wink wink. And today only, you will even send them signed and at a discounted rate of, I don't know, 20%, 15%, 30%, whatever you want to fucking sell it for. If you want to, want to move stock, do it at 50%, but you're going to be losing money that way, so it's kind of dumb. But you could do something like that. And, you sh and if you did something like that and you sent, like I don't know, two or three emails about that over the next few days, you'd probably make a whole bunch of fucking sales. Yeah, like, like this is the thing, right? It's like... There's so many possibilities like that, that people aren't yeah. doing where it's like, you know, what I always do, I always find this to be really helpful is I sit down and I write down when, when I'm trying to figure out like, okay, how am I going to push sales? Mm -hmm. I sit down and I write what I call the rules of engagement. So I sit down and I go, <laughs> what? That was a movie. Oh, okay. Um, you know, because, because I'm not 90 and I don't watch movies. Um, I don't watch movies either, but it's just saying. The, 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 the point being, so I sit down and I write my rules of engagement. So I sit down and I go, okay, what is happening? You know, what, what is driving this current factor? Right? Like, what, what do I need to be aware of? that's screwing this up. How do I, you know, how do I work around my current limitations? This is deep, Matt. You know, oh no, but really, right? Cause like then <laughs> I know, like then I've sat down and I've, I've analyzed, okay, these are the options available to me. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to build around them. Yep. And, and it's really that simple. It's really like, okay, cool. So these are the things I can do. All right let's uh let's do that you know like 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 how I, I don't know how else you can do things you just have to analyze you just have to sit down and be like okay like what are the options available to me and how do i build around them you know yeah and everybody's and, got something yeah exactly there's always there's always a possibility there's always hope there's always mm -hmm a way to push but you have to actually spend time thinking about what do i have access to yeah you know but then once you have identified what you have access to what you can use to make for a unique and cool product situation yeah that's but when you start clarify, to deploy but hold on i want to clarify one something clarify on something you have to position whatever you have existing as a unique product situation just as a clarification it really doesn't really even have to be that unique in most situations you know exactly but you have to present it as being unique is what i'm saying well yeah because the thing is like what you have no one's fucking doing anything half the time right yep. like it's like exactly you know like i come up I, I drop these ideas that like curtis and i routinely will drop ideas that no one else is using that are just verbatim from very popular marketing books <laughs> yeah just because no one else is reading those books. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like we're stoked to have the money. We're stoked to have the opportunity and for people to be like, oh, wow, Matt Curtis, you're real smart. Um, mm -hmm. 
you know, but like that, th this is all shit that's accessible to you personally today. It, you know, I sound like a fucking used car salesman when I say that, but like, but like, this is what I'm trying to make clear to the listener is like, there's a lot more you can be doing mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, but when you bundle stuff in a new and unique way, when you say, oh, here's my idea, here's my plot, here's my whatever, and you let people kind of enjoy that, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But you have to kind of just make it obvious, like, here's what I'm about. Uh, are you also about this? Mm-hmm. And then ask and see what people say and see what people do and see how people respond. Mm -hmm. You know, but if you don't tell people like, this is my thing, this is what I'm interested in, this is what I, what I give a shit about, they're not really going to understand, which is why, you know, we come back to that crucial rule of sales is telling people you have something to sell, which, yep. you know, sounds incredibly fucking obvious, but, you know people need to be told because otherwise you know no one's like trying to spend money but if you can show them like oh i actually have a thing that you could have access to that would be really uh really helpful then they're a lot then they're willing to do it you know mm -hmm. but you have you have to show people like oh this is a thing that makes sense and is profitable and whatever and you have to be doing it constantly. Yeah, and this is the other thing I think people let people don't understand is like the extent of how much you have to just like, yeah, this is what I have. This is who I am. This is what I'm doing. You know, yeah. like, and I know that it frequently feels annoying or weird, but ultimately the people who think it's weird, the people who think it's weird that you're constantly trying to push those typically aren't the people who are going to be buying from you in the first place. They never are the people that, okay, we'll just, as an aside, I want to just make a comment. Uh, Curtis gets really angry about this. It's cute. Well, well, no, because, no, because here's the thing is like the people that criticize someone's marketing are the people that will never, ever buy something from you ever in a million years. So if someone gets mad at you for your marketing, it's not someone that is ever or was ever planning on buying something from you. So they are not the people to listen to. If someone keeps carping on you that you're doing too much marketing or you're too, doing too much of a push, ignore them. Just ignore them all the time because all 99.9% .9 of the time, it's a loser that is not going to spend any money with you, that has no interest in your genre, they have no interest in buying CDs, they probably pirate shit off fucking Russian internet sites all the time, and the last time they spent money on a CD was like 30 years ago, and they were one. That's my rant. Yeah, no, but, but you know, and like, and like we make fun of Curtis for being old and ugly, but like, that's remarkably, that's really on point, I think, and that's like something I think people get really anxious about and get really worked up about but like it's 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 what it is you it know is. And i just want to i want to say one thing really quick and matt my, matt's not gonna let me tell him the story but there was one time last year that matt sent an inf infamous tweet around the world i don't angered a lot that. of people tweet around the world was huh? great. well okay. yeah but because i have a point around it but go ahead i have a point around okay that. 
there, 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 there was an infamous tweet Matt sent that was heard around the world of metal and people were just saying what a fuck many people were telling what a dick he was and someone actually tweeted at me that me and Matt had actually read the room, uh, room wrongly and that he would never buy PR from me anyways and nor would anyone else as far as he was concerned and I was just like fuck you whatever block and guess what I had one of my best months that month yeah wait a second what, what month was that Curtis because I can tell you how well I did that month Oh, you can actually, you're actually going to pull it up? Yeah. I'm not, yeah. It's probably going to be like, if you, if you bomb, they're going to fucking laugh. Well, what what, what month was it? Uh, I think it was August of last year, whatever last year was, August 2020. 2019? No, 2019. Okay. No, 2019, rather. August of 2019. Okay, one second. If you had your worst month that, 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 that year, that month, they're going to fucking Yeah, okay. No, I'm really month. taking a gamble here. Okay, let me see. You are. You are. I had a great month, though. I know that. Oh, no, but I remember why. Okay. Here's what I can say. Yeah, you didn't have a good month, did you? Uh, it was better than the month after that, but the reason for all of that was uh, because that was during a time where I was doing a big shift, and that was when I picked up. That was the the month I made that tweet about how yeah. I feel like people should be able to save more money. Was also yeah. the month I landed my single biggest client ever. Oh, I thought that was a different month, but okay. No, no, because that because then there because it was a bit of a process get onboarding them and so okay. it wasn't for another couple months that I like had them in the had them in the pocket you know what I mean fair. but like yeah, yeah, that was the month where my single biggest client ever was like yeah we're gonna work together that's fucking so awesome. like you know that's what you need to sort of appreciate is like people the people who complain you don't want to listen to because and I want to say when I made this tweet because again I, I basically I tweeted that like I feel like you should be able to you should like five dudes should be able to have 500 bucks between them um which you know Very was bad. literally a joke on it's always sunny in Philadelphia when they were making fun of how trashy the characters are so like yeah. I don't fucking know but regardless yeah. a bunch of people in the scene who were like notable Mm -hmm. dropped hopped in and we're like oh that's this guy is right you know what mm -hmm. i mean like these are the things that people don't talk about right these are like the you know but again again if you're pushing and you're doing it in a way that makes sense and you're providing something people want which is the big issue a lot of the time then you're gonna be okay but no. if you're not providing something people want then of course no one's gonna want to collaborate with you you know yep. Um, and, and, and I really think it comes down to that. It's like, keep pushing the people who make fun of you are, you know, like, cause what I've noticed is outside of like truly egregious, um, situations, like when the upon a burning body guy pretended to be dead. Uh, oh, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's like truly egregious, but like most of the time <clears throat> when that shit happens, people are like, uh, you know, you, you, usually when that shit happens, people are like, uh, oh, well, at least they're like trying something. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so the point being, you got to be thoughtful. There are ways forward if you push every goddamn day. Yep. If you don't push every goddamn day, you're shooting yourself in the foot. Um, yep. And that's really what it comes down to. Do you have any sort of um, final uh, final things you want to add there, Curtis? 
Yes, if you are not in the Music Marketing Mixer group, please join the Music Marketing Mixer because on December 17th at 1.30 p.m., we are going to go over and be doing a roughly one hour long income seminar. It is free of charge. All you have to do is be a group member, drop in and watch it live, uh, and we can answer your questions. And you should be able to access the uh, recording still in the group afterwards as long as you're a group member. So join up. I'm sure Matt will link the uh, group in the show notes. There you go. This has been Dumb and Dumbest. You have been listening. Are we done yet?